0: Welcome to Being Sharon Gibson's Podcast, PSG. Hello loves, welcome to Being Sharon Gibson's Podcast. This is season four, episode three. I have another guest here with me called Essie Namdra. She's a mental health advocate. Before I dive into today's topic, I would like you to know that my TikTok community is absolutely different from my podcast community. I literally record new videos for you, so check them out on my platform on TikTok. So let's dive into today's topic. Whoa, sorry. Hello, welcome, down. Oh, thank you so much, <laughs> Sharon. I'm
1: so happy to be here today.
0: How are you?
1: I'm doing very well. How about you? Two? I'm
0: fine. I'm fine. I'm new to this whole show thing and talking to guests and stuff. So pardon me. Okay, and um, I understand. Can you give a little introduction? Okay. So
1: my name is Esenam yeah. My name is Esenam And yeah. I'm a mental health advocate. Actually, a lived experience mental health advocate. Which means that I create awareness and help to reduce stigma. Yeah. Drawing from my lived experience with bipolar disorder. Oh and God. I also um, have a... A mental health youtube channel called mental health quarters i create content there and i interview other people who also have lived experience with um, different mental health and conditions and disability and i also talk about my faith too in yeah. jesus over there and then okay. i i have um a bachelor's of arts degree in in French and Linguistics from the University of Ghana. Okay. And I'm an only daughter.
0: Yeah. Okay. Je sprakis, tu vas bien. Please, my French brain is <laughs> off today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Comment allez-vous? Maybe you oh. understand that one.
1: Please, my French brain is <laughs> off today. Like, I, I, I joke that, like, my French brain is off. Like, I have to decide. But...
0: I, I know yes. that feeling, especially where you don't practice it every yes. single day. Yes,
1: yes. I Me,
0: mean, I hear it on a daily basis. So now, you know, if I hear it, it's not difficult to speak. Mm. But there are days when I'm like, you know, I just want to speak English, no French. Okay. But I'll
1: respond <laughs> to your question. Je vais bien.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, so today's topic is dealing with difficult traumas. Um, So, my first question to you is How would you describe your childhood? Was it hard? Was it easy? Was it in between? How would you describe it?
1: Hmm, I think I'll describe it as my childhood as in between but most people will say i had a good childhood but yeah i know what i went through as a child yeah yeah yeah
0: and how did how did it affect your life like now as a now how did how did that affect your life now
1: okay so the reason why i'm saying that my childhood i'll describe it as in between is because as a child, I, I had friends, yeah. but I did not really open up to my friends. I did more a lot of my thoughts processing by myself. So mm-hmm. I was good academically. Like I was okay. good. I had a very good social life. I had friends.
0: Yeah. I had people
1: coming over to the house a lot and... I I seem to have everything going on for me. I will not Mm -hmm. say that my parents were rich, but like they were in between. Did I just say in between? Not in between, (laughs) but above 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 average, or should I say average? Like they 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 tried their best to provide for my basic needs. For basic needs, yes, they were not rich, rich. They provided their basic needs, and I went to school. I didn't even go to private school. Like I went to somehow say Saito. Saito is like those oh. government schools <laughs> I know yes, yes
0: and I no, to... but you know in Ghana like Saito schools are good right you know that yeah like, like... government schools are good yeah because yeah. let me I was I used to do very well in I went to a military school I was in a private school St. Paul's Lutheran oh, for okay. about three years three and a half years and then um I was really not performing well. I didn't even know that I was good in mathematics. But Mm -hmm. then my mom, it was far from home. So we moved from St. Paul's to a military school, which was at camp Services. So when I moved there, there was competition in the class among schools, you know, because we had like clusters of schools. So we compete with like wager. We compete with like, um, you know, the camp in the barracks and everything. And because of that, I I worked so hard, and that's how come I discovered that I was very, very good in mathematics. And it took me throughout my life and built my confidence. So in Ghana, I I really think that, like, government schools, Saito schools are actually the best for me, for me. Yeah. And I was
1: actually going to say that the Saito schools, they are different levels. Yeah, they are are different. Yeah. yeah, There are some that are really good and some that are not so good. So, right. like, I remember my mother changing my school at a point, which I yeah. was not very about, happy about because yeah. it was very abrupt. And mm. the school she changed to was just, like, so there was this big pack in between my yeah. former school and my new school. So yeah. it was very, like, it was a big transition for me because I, I didn't get to see my friends every day. I could only see them at the end of school. And at the time, I felt like, ah, what was the big deal? Like,
0: yeah.
1: it's it's just a pack away. So why do you have to change me? But I'm happy she changed because I got to, like, the, the, it, it was a new level, like, the competition yeah, exactly, we're talking about. exactly. It was very challenging. Yeah, it was very and challenging. Then, I got to make new friends. Yeah. So it's like I got to, it's now to me, I think it was a blessing in disguise. But back yeah. I thought it was not a blessing. And then um, because of um, growing up, I, I used to have a friend who was very pretty. She still is very pretty today. So mm. in my mind, like not was... Was in the way of our friendship, but inwardly I used to mirror like myself. Like, yeah, that was like your beauty standard. Yes and mm. i felt she was prettier and i was ugly yeah.
0: and yeah. i had
1: acne and i don't yeah. know where these thoughts came no, from no it's
0: normal but... it's not honestly speaking it's normal it's very really, really normal it's normal mm. i wouldn't say i've experienced that because i wasn't the friends person essay <laughs> <laughs> my brothers were my friends uh. i wasn't <laughs> the first person so i can't say i experienced that maybe i would have but my brothers were my friends, like, they were my close friends. I think I started making friends because I changed school a lot. I was, I went from Dara's to St. Paul's to services. Like, I changed school a lot. I changed church a lot. And I didn't have a problem with that. Even up to now, I still don't have a problem with this. But I didn't have friends. And my brothers were my friends. So I grew up with boys. If if there's anything, we fight out we beat ourselves <laughs> <laughs> so, so like i have this fighter spirit like if you i i gonna beat your ass up whether you mm-hmm. beat me or not we will fight so how you felt is it's it's pretty normal especially like when you have friends there's some sort of comparison but even me till date i i have limited um amount of people in my life i don't i can't i can't really say i have a friend i would say um Right now, the person that I would describe as my friend are still my brothers and my mom. Oh, you out. know, so I, I'm not really the friends that. So it's, it's normal. Like, do I even feel bad about it? Well, bad. the
1: reason why I feel bad about it now is because I never verbalize those feelings. And with. Yeah, because he didn't understand it. it. I feel like he didn't yeah, understand Yeah, but it. I feel like I could have talked to somebody about it that's. Okay, so at that time, I didn't even know it was going to it was something developing into inferiority complex yeah. so to the to the world i was doing well i was great yeah people, I, it's now that i'm hearing that some people in my class had a crush on me i didn't even know yeah <laughs> i know <And>, that feeling <laughs> and it's like ah when i thought i was at my ugliest people yeah, were having a crush people on were
0: me. still liking you i know exactly
1: like, so those negative feelings, those negative thoughts, they just started developing into inferiority yeah. complex. And by mm-hmm. the time I got to like you would think that someone like me, who in my childhood I got to go for spelling competition. Yeah. Do... yeah you would think true. that someone like me will be so confident. But yeah, all that is like I was living a dual life, like so there's an yeah. um that is for the world that performs in this another yeah. snm That she does it like she she looks down on herself yeah. so much and down. she she wishes she was another person she wishes she came from another family yeah. you know that so it's like every um everywhere i find myself and i always used to think like i wasn't good enough like even when i go to church i used to wish I was in other people's families maybe yeah, to make me yeah, feel better sure. about myself. So yeah. nobody really knew what was going, going on. on. And- and also, that I used to struggle with maths a lot. Like, I was good in other subjects. But maths, I used to really struggle in it. And there were times that I used to, because of that struggle, I used to feel like I was dumped sometimes. But <laughs> my, father, my father tried this way. I remember there was this time I had 16% in maths. And I brought the paper home. And I mean, I was okay with my 16%. And my father was like, no, let's do this math paper all over again. And let's see what you get. And we did it all over again. And I'm sure the person was marking my paper felt. Ah, this girl is dumb anyway. So let me yeah. just mark her paper anyhow. But we, we, we read the questions, and I realized yeah. there were some answers that I actually got correct. So I wasn't really dumb after all. Yeah. So, so I just, I, my father tried his best to make sure that as for math, I always had assistance. Like I go for classes, studies.
0: Yeah, so it really
1: helped. So by the time I was finishing junior high school and going to senior high school, I did very well. And then, senior high school, I was in Holy Child Cape Coast with
0: all girls. Yeah, nice. Yeah, with all
1: girls. And then at this point in my life, I just felt like, okay, like I don't care anymore. I don't know. I just relaxed. I didn't really care about anything, I just focused Mm -hmm. on working i like i liked -hmm. and then there was also that like nobody in the square ever told me oh you're not pretty enough or you're not smart enough but those like i said like those voices in your
0: head yeah so did you have like childhood like traumas from would you would you did you have like any childhood trauma you know the way people
1: say i I would say i had a little bit of trauma because um, there were certain things i saw like growing up in my family at home yeah. which in a way traumatized me and at the time I didn't even think of it as any way, like maybe sometimes, you see
0: your, your parents you know, arguing and yeah sometimes I feel I, sorry sorry for cutting you off but sometimes I feel really bad for saying what I'm about to say right now
1: hmm.
0: um I had a very beautiful life with a single mom than most of my friends who had both parents i promise you so because of that sometimes i feel like i want to be a single mom because my childhood the reason why i'm like this today is not even because of um i just grew up like this but it's because of the kind of mother that i had she was a positive person like in our house there was nothing about like you can't just negative word if you mention a negative word she'll tell you to say i refuse it i refuse it in mm-hmm. jesus name because i she, like my that as a christian but <laughs> so we used to like i feel like my life the reason why my life is piling out the way it is is because mm-hmm. no negative words have been said over my life do you get this even if you say negative words i say i refuse it so when i got to a certain stage and i started reading even reading books about positivity it was much easier for me to slip into the positive life so okay. and I didn't see fights or anything. The only fights that I saw were fights of my brothers and I. And mm. even that one, my mom would stand for me, my mom would come. If you touch this girl again, mm. <laughs> I will <would> not forget it. <laughs> and I also had insecurities about my teeth because I used to suck my thumb when I was young. And then okay. I'll push it forward. My brothers would be laughing at me. Um, even a girl in in Akshimata School said some really nasty comments to me some time ago and I had insecurities about it. So I also was in that phase where when boys were like, I like you, I'm like, what are you liking about me? My teeth is not nice. And like so many boys were saying, I like you. And I was like, I don't even like myself that much for you to like me. And I didn't believe them. But when I go back home and I talk to my mom, the reason why I was able to even be a model for some time was because my mom would be like, Sean, there's nothing wrong with your teeth. I can't remember when I was getting braces. My mom was pissed off with me. She said, there's nothing wrong with your teeth. Your teeth. I can't see what's wrong you. I was like, mommy, if you're the only one can't... I can't see what is wrong with my teeth. If you can't <laughs> see, I can see. Enough of your positivity. I need to go and get that fixed. So, you know, she always... And one of the reasons why I lost my virginity at a very late age, when I was almost 25, two months to 25, was because... My mom and my brothers, especially my brothers and my mom, always used to say, "I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful." Even like, even though my brothers and I we used to laugh at ourselves, but I hate that so much. And my family it, before, like we end any call or something, we always say, "I love you, I love you." Like it's a common thing. I noticed that even among some families, it's not common, and I'm like, no, bro, no, no, family it was it's so common in my family and forgiveness is a common thing in my family I'm not saying my family is not perfect but um with traumas I don't have any childhood trauma I'm not even joking I don't Mm. I, do, I will say I have a childhood trauma because most people do have childhood traumas, but I don't. My mom barely beats me. The only thing she used to do is to slap. If she slaps you, you you see mm-hmm. heaven. You will hear sounds in your head. <laughs> Everything will be reset. Everything mm-hmm. will mute. <laughs> I can't even recall how many times my mom, you know, beats me or stuff. The only beating I can remember is the bits my brothers and I you know, had and then some few family people that came to the house and stuff, but they left, you know. But with sh- struggling with traumas, I wouldn't say I struggle, I struggle with, with a childhood trauma. But do you struggle with any childhood trauma like till today? Like, does it affect you mentally, like when you think about it?
1: Well, yeah, like so, watching certain things like pan out at home, yeah, it's sort of i i my i will say that my tolerance for certain things Mm. is different so let's say i can be very patient with other people with when they do certain things but yeah with my mother sometimes it's like i can't be patient not that i can't i don't know i've watched some like how she's been treated sometimes so it makes me feel like oh i can't and also like um the trauma also affected you know how you were saying you're a positive person like yes, easily yeah. slip into positivity yes, like that yeah, so yeah. for me um I read this book in um, was it 2016 or 20 2016 someone bought this book for me Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Rose. oh I've read yeah. it I've read that book uh, I'm not surprised you have read it <laughs> Oh, every positive person like you have to have read that <laughs> i read it i'm sure it's on my shelf in ghana <laughs> i have it so i read that book and really? i had to like renew my mind like yes. change my yes. mind about yeah. a lot of things yeah and even till now like i've been jaw panting since is it december 2021. 20, there are times yeah. that when i received like a rejection email like yeah I'm like, there's this negative thoughts that comes like, like you nah didn't you? You should have known you won't get this job. You no. <laughs> and to the world, people may see me like, oh, Esna has a lot going on for her. But yeah, to me, sometimes it's like nah. What ah, I want breath. is not like. Sometimes it, it would, can yeah. also yeah make me, this like someone who is discontented but I'm trying yeah. very hard it's a daily thing like that I have to struggle with like no yeah. this yeah this thing like yes you were rejected but it doesn't mean that yeah. is what it says that that doesn't mean so it's something I struggle with yeah. most of the time and sometimes I even have to verbalize like say, yeah. I have daily confessions I say just to make sure that I keep that trauma at bay and all those yeah. feelings of fear and I forgot to say this thing when I was a child I used to watch this not that I used to watch you know how TV would be on and we all used yeah. to watch some scary Nigerian movies <sighs> <things>. Yes. <Yeah, sighs> like so
0: the Nigerian industry have really scared a lot of people like I'm still dealing... In fact, oh. let me talk about the Nigerian trauma I have Nigerian <laughs> movie trauma <laughs> oh, but now but I I am, now movies. it's even better
1: Like I, feel I love like... their movies now yeah. Yeah. yeah but back then you yeah know, some that's of true. the things were very scary. scary yeah and so like when i'm done watching them and I, it's time to go and bath or mm-hmm. to sleep mm-hmm. i'll be afraid like yeah. i i used to have yeah. fear issues i don't know yeah. i was scared of like and yeah. even like i didn't even like going for funerals and you have to fall past because i know
0: <laughs> how mm. i
1: am like i'm mm. scared of certain things even in, in school like senior yeah. high school where there were many girls in their bathhouse sometimes, I'll be afraid <laughs> I'll be so scared and I feel like that fear it, it, it just kept on evolving in my life, so it was like yeah. fear of uh, fear of Nigerian movies yeah, fear too. of dating someone and the person uh, yeah. breaks up with you or fear yeah. of what if this relationship works doesn't work, or fear yeah. of what if you fail in life fear of what if you don't graduate? Fear of
0: yeah. losing Fear your of mind. so many things. Fear Fear of, like, my oh, my God. I know evolving,
1: that feeling. Evolving, evolving, I know evolving. that feeling. And yeah. I, I would say that things are better now. Like, I wish yeah. I could have spoken to the little SNM and told them that, oh, yeah. those things, they forget about them. It's really <laughs> like no ghost will come for you. Nothing will come for you. Yeah. And I'm just glad that... Um, I lived with my aunties used to live in this house with us. So yeah. my two aunties up for my instance when they too. So. Having that kind of company at home also helped, helped because you. even though I was afraid of so many things, at least you know that it's when you're going to a company <laughs> when i are going to sleep, yeah. they'll be around and if some ghosts should come, at least they'll protect you. Yeah. I don't know what I'm so scared of.
0: Yeah. But I want to say something about the rejection for, from the jobs. So I I I also I also experienced such rejections from jobs. And let me tell you how my mind processes it I'm like the more rejections I get because I do apply to jobs the more rejections I get the more time I'm, I'm going willing to put on myself because I'm like I have a channel I have a podcast I write books so what do yeah. I do if I keep get some rejections then I'm going to put that energy into myself because I am and I can be a business. I can be a brand. I mm. am a brand. I am a business. So I have to see myself in that light. And it's the way you see yourself. That's how it's going to manifest. That's the, that's the, like you need to affirm it in order for it, it to become your reality. So like I, I told myself that see the more rejection, it's not me applying and feeling. Cause of course you feel rejected. Like you can apply to like 20 jobs on LinkedIn and all of them, you know, would would reject you and even if one accepts you the offer is like is 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 nothing little to none like it's even better you even do nothing than to even work for them <laughs> so so yeah so I, I would say that in that circumstances like you have a it's true you do have a lot going for you but it's high time you start to see yourself as a business yeah and and have a good have you know I noticed that most people, especially from my my past relationship, most people have a negative relationship with money. Money is not your enemy. Making money is not your enemy. Asking for money to do certain things is not bad. It's your gift. Don't downplay your gift. Don't downplay having 700 subscribers on mental health quarters. Don't downplay that. That is something huge. I only have 200 subscribers yet I'm acting like Charlie, I have hundred and something K subscribers. So, don't downplay your gifts. See yourself as a business, as a brand. There's a reason why you keep rejections. So, you have to change your mindset to start to see yourself as a business. You are the business. You are the brand. So, make money out of yourself.
1: Yeah, I do. But you see, what's my, my point is that, like, when you get rejected, it's like somebody has released an arrow like, Me, I feel like they don't even look at, sometimes i feel so like they feel don't, sometimes the they don't even look at
0: their cvs
1: yeah like there was a time it's some... just
0: formality I, and i feel like some of them do it you know one thing i've noticed that is linkedin but one thing i've noticed on linkedin some of just some of them just use it so that they grow their company so when yeah. you when you when you apply on linkedin you follow them and the yeah. more you follow them it's like it's growing your company so it's just a strategy it's just recently that it, it clicked a lot of
1: people do that sometimes like companies pretend that they want some like somebody to employ but the reason is that
0: they just want people
1: to speak and also when you come for the interview they like they dig into your mind so they will ask you for uh, solutions to problems they are facing then when you Sharon comes, she gives her ideas. Comes, mm. I give my ideas. At the end of the day, when we don't employ, we still have our ideas to wow um, enlarge our company. Somebody was telling me that, and I was like, ah, wow. conspiracy theory.
0: Conspiracy
1: theory. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. Anything.
0: Anything can happen, can like, happen especially yeah. in this world. So how would you? How would you describe your love life? And is there like a major experience that made you ever doubt love? how Would you describe like right now? How would you? I can let me let me let me tell you how I would describe my love life right now. I'm a certified loner, like that's it. Like, I'm a certified loner. I don't know if I've
1: heard that word in a song before.
0: Yes, yes, it's in Mm -hmm. a song. It's in a song. I've Mm -hmm. made peace with my soul. I am a certified loner. Mm -hmm. My love life is me, myself, and I.
1: Hmm.
0: And I wouldn't be
1: surprised if you end up okay so let me talk about myself so um i used to i still say it i tell. i joke around i tell people i really like love And, and it is true like being in love is very nice the companionship getting to talk to someone it's always very nice but um i i just used to when we were in senior high school people used to make us feel like oh when you're in university you are old enough to date like at that point in your life that's when somebody really good will come into your life and you end up getting married but looking at all the relationships i've been in like from um university up till now i feel like maybe I wasn't one of those people that was meant to Lucky by. enough to Yeah, maybe that wasn't my time, but I thought it was my time. So, at the, last year, I ended a relationship which was very painful and difficult for me. It felt like a divorce at the time. Yeah. It felt Baby like, girl,
0: I know it, that feeling. <laughs> it
1: felt like I've broken up with other people and somehow
0: yeah. it felt
1: like a mini divorce, but this one actually felt like a serious divorce because mm. I was feeling a lot of emotional abuse and I just wanted a person to be honest with me and so tell me look that leads me,
0: that leads me to this question do you feel like you ha you had a voice in your relationship
1: oh yeah I had a voice I did have a voice and sometimes it used to not make my like my ex really happy maybe he felt. I was sometimes too vocal or too out- outspoken and all that, yeah. but that's just my personality. And that's you so personal. know, at the beginning of the relationship, this person liked those qualities about me, and then oh, later, baby on girl, start, baby girl, it started looking like baby oh. girl. <laughs> and me, I'm sorry that
0: hmm. when you
1: don't like me, I know, like yeah. I see you the feel changes. It. I, yeah. I feel it you feel it's it like intuitive yeah. like I it's see intuitive everything. yeah yeah i see yeah. everything yeah and so me nobody can you can't lie to me that there's nothing wrong when actually everything is wrong. you are doing makes me know even your body language everything yeah. everything makes me know that i'm not wanted and me i've i have like rules in my life like i won't tell you on the first day that these are my rules but i'm someone that i've told myself i will never beg for love like mm, mm. if i try my best to um, sustain a relationship and everything it is dying ah, really well. i'll just get off that ship like it's thinking i've prayed about it. i've done everything yeah. you don't want to like do your best then it's okay yeah i want to okay. because at the end of the day i date for the purpose of marriage yeah. and I know marriage is a very long journey so if uh, i'm seeing these red flags when we are dating why will i marry you because in my yeah, extended family i've seen a lot of yeah. bad marriages yeah and like i will not deceive myself that oh you will change or something no no yeah. no, no so do you have
0: if... do you have relationship traumas
1: well i feel like there could be like but i'm, I'm healing and i've healed from some of yeah. them because even and when i'm i before i met this person i felt i had some like so many strategies like things i'm not going to do in order to protect myself but at the end of the day sometimes when you fall in love it clouds your sense of judgment maybe yeah you just
0: (laughs) break down
1: oh my god make it look like oh Maybe I was too strict or something, but now I feel like doing all these things protects me and it not, does. yeah, it's, it's for the best for all of us. And yeah. my first relationship, like after senior high school, I I had built my life around this person. That relationship, I always say that it was toxic from the beginning it was more of like a parasitic relationship like we i i wanted what i wanted from him was companionship and what companionship and somebody who i'll get to talk to all the time yeah he did his part i i also did my part we all wanted something from each other so when our relationship ended and i realized ah no more calls no more texts that was when i realized hey i just fired the person i hired to make my life a better life <laughs> so it's i fell into like instant depression yeah. i didn't know i didn't know the symptoms of depression i just yeah. I was wallowing my depression till i got so many it was like i was actually losing my mind so mm-hmm. that was a huge trauma that eventually yeah. led me to developing a mental health condition but i'm someone that no matter what kind of trauma i face in a relationship i i sort of have this quick memory like i just forget forget about what who did to me and then i try to believe the best it's it's a strength and also a weakness i I think
0: it's a strength because like for me When I leave you, you might think that this bitch never loved me because once (laughs) I leave you, once I leave (laughs) it's not even a joke. Once I leave you, it's like, it's like out of mind, out of sight. It's like out of mind, out of sight. And because I told my childhood self, I told little Sharon that, see, I'm going to make you successful. So, when I met a boy, which I was so in love with, spent six months with him, six months with him, and he, he wanted the opposite of what I wanted when I was growing up, I said, no. I was mm-hmm. going to settle for it, and unfortunately, I met two rich people that I worked for, and they came to, they came to, you know, the side of Europe. Okay. <laughs> They came here and then I, I met them. I got like, you know, I felt the, what I wanted, the success that I actually wanted. I felt it. And I was reminded of what I told my childhood self. And I can remember one of the words that one of them told me was that, see, I know you love this boy because I was very open with them. I know you love this boy, but don't let this boy pull you back. Or okay. stop you from achieving that because you came to this country for a reason. You are, you are, you are different from you know them. So you have to fight. Mm. Be where, be in places where you have. To. So when she said that, I was still calm. I went back four months later. I was still in the relationship, and I like slowly, slowly, I realized that I was drowning, and I was, I was getting back. You know, I wasn't the Sharon that I knew that i wanted to be the ambitious shout my brother said it my mom said it but one thing about my family is that it's like everybody in my family has a voice so if i'm defending my stupidity they'll say a little but they wouldn't talk too much do you yeah. understand because yeah. like if you think you know they'll just like say what they can say and oh, okay Sean, if you say that, yeah. okay, okay like my mom my mom says her stuff but she doesn't like force yeah, it impose. on you you uh-huh. get to, no my mom has never imposed on me even when I said when I was 19 and I and, and I was coming back home late because of fashion show she was like you're gonna stop mudding and I was like if I stop mudding I'm gonna leave your house she said it's okay it's okay I'm sorry sorry okay. <laughs> so like you know so I, I kept on being in my stupidity it took me a second I think I just got a heavenly anger Like God just sent a heavenly anger on me one day i promise you and the only way that anger left me was when i told this guy that it's over and Mm. i just slipped back into sharon gibson Mm. slipped back just like that and pump ideas started coming i started executing i'm making difference like i'm being more creative and i was like i was like wow What a partner can do for you in your life is very drastic. So when Warren Buffett said that one of the most crucial decisions you make in your life is choosing a partner, he wasn't lying. And I wish more people could understand that not everybody has to have a partner. Not everybody. Because life is multidimensional. And... We, have, we can't all be the same we can't all get married imagine everybody gets married in the world we all pair <sighs> people up some people will still be left out oh, and yeah. you, would you say those people that are left out are not valuable than the people that are married no so like i've come to the realization that see i'm happy i'm very very happy alone like i even not have a tattoo on myself written jimem which means I love myself. And I really, really do love myself. Do I love love? Oh, I love love. I mean, I love loving people. I love people. I love um, being compassionate. I love talking to anybody because in my eyes, everybody is a child of God. But for myself, would I really, really want a partner? I doubt it. But do I want a child? I think so. But would I want a partner? I doubt it. Because I operate so well alone so so well i'm so ambitious i take risk i take high risk it goes in my favor nobody projects their fears on me because i Mm -hmm. i say i i do what i want to do before i even say it but when you're with a partner and you're always talking every single day you feel the need to tell him yeah he ends up projecting his fears on you which might (laughs) take you back see i applied to the university this guy told me not to apply for a particular course and I applied for and I applied for two courses, but I didn't I first I listened to him, but you know how God does his thing when you are his child, just say just he doesn't give up with you. This yeah. particular course like just kept like rising in my face, like it was in my face. Apply, apply. You know what? Maybe this is just a sign. Let me apply. The other course that I applied for, they didn't accept me because I missed the interview. And mm. this particular one that he said I shouldn't apply for because I don't, I haven't reached that level yet. My my skill is not my French skill is not at that level for them to accept me. They accepted me. I screamed. Oh. I was crying. I was like, "God, thank you!" Because right now, guess what? This guy is not in my life. Yeah. And if if if. If I had listened to him and I didn't, see, and me, I see my life as oh, things just happen, and I don't understand that everything happens for a reason, and I didn't take that action by the grace of God, baby girl, I'll wait for a whole year before yeah. I have to apply against the university. Yeah. Do you yeah. understand? So yeah. to me, I operate I feel like God is like my my love, like yeah. I have like a personal relationship with Him, yeah. and He understands my lifestyle. I really love my lifestyle. I love who I am. And he loves who I am too as well. Mm. And it makes me happy. Like, to be honest, I really do not feel the need to be in a relationship because the traumas that this guy caused was even affecting me when I met somebody. It was kind of affecting me. And I was like, this is crazy. Imagine I spent years with him. Baby Hmm. girl, I will lose myself and it happens slowly it happens slowly you don't see it happening but it's it's like it's taking bits and pieces of you before you realize if i had stayed there in in a few years maybe five or ten years baby girl he would have sucked every part of me and i'll be like a vegetable and i'll have to like pick myself back up again which would have been so difficult So, yes. now I don't have anything against people who, have, who love love and want a love life and want marriage or anything. But I also want people to recognize that it's better to be alone and be successful and be happy with your money than deal with relationship traumas. If you're not healed, if you're not whole and you don't know who you are and you don't have exactly. a strong mind, please don't go into a relationship. Because the reason why I was able to get out of it was, number one, I have a father in heaven who loves me so much. And number two, I have a strong mind. And number three, I know who I am. Yeah. So That's I do feel the need time. to settle. James, otherwise, I would have settled. So many girls would have settled for what I left. I promise you. Because he wasn't bad. Not at all,
1: and I'm sure he also had good qualities. Oh, of course, that's why he wasn't
0: all bad. Not at all, not at all. But but those qualities is not worth making an impact in the world or making a difference in the world. I've I've always told God that God, I would choose making a difference in the world and impacting thousand lives over having a love life with just one man and having a family. That's deep. Yeah, I, honestly, speak, I've had that conversation with God before that I would choose making an impact, making a difference, touching millions of lives in the world than settling to just get married to a man and take care of his kids. Yeah, It's not that Absolutely. deep for me yeah. because to me, we are all children of God and my brother's children are my children, my friend's children are my children, everybody's children are my children too yeah. as well. Yeah yeah so yeah so if you could do life all over again would you invest the months or the years you spent in your relationship on building you know yourself or your career or you liked the experience
1: well that's like most definitely i i would you know when you you are you like me like this i thought the only thing I was good at was French, so maybe I should just do French in the university and go and end up as a bilingual secretary or whatever. Mais,
0: mais tu n'as pas parlé français. You don't oh, to...
1: pas français, <laughs> mais
0: sometimes, <laughs>
1: like, when I'm caught off guard, it's like, hey, I have to now think about my tenses and all that, But je parle français. Ah, je parle. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what was I even saying? So yeah, you... um, so like that, like, I just thought I, the only thing I was good at was French. But if I had known that I I, I would want to stay in the area of mental health and all mm. that, maybe mm. I would have probably done a different course. But at the end of the day, I believe God allowed yeah. me whatever yeah. I did to yeah. make me the person I am today. And That's sure. like you were talking about... Um, working on yourself investing in yourself it's always very important because last year when my relationship ended and i said it was like a divorce and all that Mm -hmm. looking at like next month will be exactly tomorrow july will be exactly one year since the relationship ended and Mm -hmm. i love i love the fact that Even in this person's absence, God kept me. I did not go crazy. I did not Mm. do that. When Mm. I say crazy, I don't mean it in a destructive way, understand, I understand. I understand
0: you because the same thing was happening to me. Do you know that particular day, the day before I broke up, I called my nurse. I called my my therapist. Spoke to me for like two hours. I called my nurse. I was freaking out. I was like, "Oh my god, I feel like something's happening to me." I was like, Mm. "I'm going to." It was crazy, baby girl. It was yeah. crazy. It was but, crazy. Yeah,
1: I'm I understand him. Me too. I'm yeah. glad. I'm really, really I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, glad
0: that, I'm really glad.
1: Yeah, this person is gone, yeah. and I am fine and all yeah. that. And I've also um done many other things after this person has gone. Yeah. So me, I, I have also I I've always loved my companies before this person came into my life. So many like it's like i mean i wouldn't advise anybody to go into a relationship and then end up getting traumatized and having Mm, to heal mm, from the trauma mm, mm. there are some someone said experience isn't always the best teacher
0: that's true learn from others
1: yes and because of that there are so many things that i have had to deal with
0: like which
1: I could have easily avoided. Uh
0: Avoided, yeah.
1: And I had to learn it the painful way. And I would always, like, me at the end of the day, like, I believe God put everybody on earth, like, each person with a purpose, destiny, and all that. So I'm just here to execute my purpose, relationship, or no relationship. And And I always, like, when I think about my my relationship with God. I always say that look Exactly. God, you have always been here. Yeah. Like before some people came into my life, even after they have <laughs> Even left, after
0: they left,
1: you are still here. So I know. I am like, here to please and serve yeah. an audience of one. And I I just know that sometimes I go on Instagram and You know last year what happened to me made me Like, I became very wary of people of the opposite sex. Yeah. Like, I don't trust people. Because when this, my ex came into my life, he he was acting like I was the whole world. But getting to the end of the relationship, I knew what I really was to him. So (laughs) when that thing ended in a sort of divorce situation, I just felt like, hey... It's just that, hmm. that I'll stay with mm-hmm. myself, love See. myself, enjoy myself, I'm going invest to... in myself and all that. <laughs> so that, so, and me, yeah. right even till this day, I don't, I'm not saying people should um, listen to me in that department, yeah. but it works for me. I talk, I talked about how I have a short term memory when it comes to like loving again like oh i can easily jam my eye and navigate yeah that's true i i feel like what protects me right now is just being very careful of people of the opposite yeah
0: exactly and also one of the things that i i stood by before i was i got into this serious relationship was the fact that i trust no one
1: except mm. god
0: i don't yeah. trust anybody and when he came into my life me i'm a very frank person if you know me you know that i'm very yeah. honest very and blunt speak I, your mind. I speak my mind so when he came into my life i was like see i like you but i don't trust you and he was like oh you should trust me Blah blah, blah, blah. and mm. with time anything that he does he's like Oh, you don't trust me. You don't trust us. That come on. Trust is built. And it was so hard for me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to trust you. Baby girl, I was fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm even in a situation right now where I have to pay an amount of money every single month because I signed a contract that he told me. And I can't remember because I don't know, but with this gift of ours, I will call it a gift. is that like we have like good memory. So, it's like, I can remember he told me that because his former GM, he could cancel at any time. And mm. I, I he, he told me, I asked him, oh, so that means I can cancel at any time. And he said, yes. we knowing. And when I confronted him about it, he was like, he told me that you can only cancel after one year. I was like, the smart Sharon I know, if that mm. thing came out of your mouth, I won't sign this contract.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one thing about him is, it's like, when there, like we are somewhere... And because he speaks french better than me when we are somewhere and like like he's trying to help like maybe he's talking to them it's sort of like he does it unintentionally but unconsciously but it's like he shuts me up let me handle it like trust yeah. me let me handle so i wouldn't even be able to ask questions I was like god
1: i can't really recognize a, myself you've got
0: interpreter who is taking over huh? Like I couldn't recognize myself because no matter how bad I might not I might not even speak fluently I might not speak the language fluently I might not speak understand. I understand, and I'll be like I'll ask questions because it's regards to my life and it's regards to what I'm doing and my money. So I was honestly speaking. To be honest, I will really agree with you. And I and this one I'm putting across to every single buddy, every single person in the world: trust no one, only mm. trust god and god lives within you your inner guide. trust it nothing else no one else no yeah. one no yeah. human not your mother not your father not your brothers not your husband not your children nobody because people change people have two sides good side and the bad side and you don't know when the bad side will take over or when they'll come from a selfish place you don't know the traumas they're dealing with so don't put your trust in people. Give them the benefit of doubt. You can trust them in a given situation, knowing that things will go, up, will go well. But don't, don't trust people. Don't, don't. It's, it's, it's a dead end. And I'm really glad I learned the hard way because now I'm paying for it with, with, with fiscal cash. Mm-hmm. So, so oh. anyways, yeah, we have, we've come to like the end, the end of it. Um, Do you have like any last words you want to say for anybody dealing with any difficult trauma, be it childhood trauma or relationship trauma? I've already said my own.
1: (laughs) Okay, so for trauma, I'll just say that just like the way when you are physically Mm hit, you have a wound or a sore, you definitely treat it so that it doesn't aggravate and become very gangrists or something you you go for dressing or you use hot people use a lot of things to just cure those wounds so that they can heal in the same way when you know you have suffered trauma please try and not be in denial please try and seek professional help because one thing about trauma is you may think it is not there, but it's it's there. If you don't, like, make sure you get healed emotionally, Mm. it will be there and it will start affecting other areas of your life. And you feel the pain in a way which like first it hurts before but now it's hurting like really really bad yeah. so please make sure that you seek help and also as an individual try to always go back in time and process certain things True. that happen mm, to you mm, that's it a good it helps you to like try to dig like your past like mm. oh, why did I date this person <laughs> I mean, that's how I found like answers to some yeah. of my problems like yeah. going back in time like playing back conversations i had with people playing yeah. back some of my decisions i made Playing, yeah, right. it helps me to know oh this was what i had in my own mm. this is, it helps you just don't mm. like there's don't be living every day and you don't yeah. learn from your, your passing past. Yeah. yes it really help you and That's make one. sure you seek like professional help. It could be yes. a counsellor, licensed, of course, mm. counselor, a counsellor, th- a therapist, someone yeah. to help you with your pain because uh, if you do not deal with it, it's, yeah. it's can, like I said, it can get very bad. But... The, you keep... Sometimes for some people, they don't even realise. They keep dating the same kind of person Person, over just that it's different shapes different sizes different different size different different colors yes yes (laughs) so me too me too i have also sat down and processed and realized okay i am very trusting of people like yeah i like i'm very trusting so i'm trying my best this time next time you come we'll have a whole audition Ah! we are going to (laughs) we are going to make sure like yeah we have a whole audition for it because me, I'm those type of people that I easily like, oh, this person is so good. Why do we have to process the person? But now I'm yeah. learning that in life, sometimes to protect your own sanity, cell, yeah, you sanity have to protect and heart. people. Yeah, in your heart. You have to protect people from just and people don't even realize when they invite people into their lives, they yeah. actually have a say and control and True. tell you things. Me, there True. are some things my ex has told me that up to now i'm trying to recover
0: oh baby <laughs> recover girl
1: from it because he didn't know he hurts me bad like it's because at the end of the me i'm someone that sometimes i can hurt about like over something i'll oh, cry yeah. with, but there's also some hits that i just keep it to myself i don't i, I don't verbalize it and yeah. it's something i i'm dealing with so please don't be like auntie essay please make sure that you process your pain and talk to someone, yeah. and then love yourself every day. Know that love
0: yourself without you. Love yourself, love yourself. Without you, things
1: can happen. Like, God still needs you, and you are still on this earth for a, for a purpose. Like, once you are alive, once you are maybe even listening to this podcast, maybe God just planned it that you should listen to it learn from it and then also make mm-hmm. sure you share with other people because i think <laughs> yeah liberate at this yeah. yes so yes thank you so much yes. and thank also so much. yeah one last thing whatever happened whatever traumatic situation thing traumatic situation that happened to you don't blame yourself like yeah. oh it's my fault it's my fault yeah. just acknowledge that it has it has it's happened happened and I'm just going to do my best to get over it. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you too. Life is not smooth. It's, it's a rocky journey. So yeah. we don't need to have everything figured out. We make mistakes yeah. and we learn from them. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Estee, for joining us. This was a very, very, I didn't even have the English word for it, but it was a very <laughs> good conversation. Yeah. Very good conversation. I thank you so much for opening up. And we are grateful, every single one of us who heard your voice and who is listening, we are very grateful. So that brings us to the end of this um, episode. Thank you all so much for listening to me. I love you as much as you love yourself. Until next time, bye. Bye.